Hello and welcome to the Premier League review show. It's game day 18, technically, um, despite all the games being called off or whatever. Uh, I'm Gav Matt, that's Stephen Cotton, that's Ed Hall. We are part of the Tour of Top Fraternity. We all know this. Bonjour, gents. Hello. Bonjour. Um, hello, hello, we... hello. Hello, 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 hello. And we are joined... Like... Oh, hold on. So, no, I just, I just felt like... I felt like I had to speak French then. Like you said bonjour and I couldn't even just say hello. I felt like I had to say bonjour. Like, oh, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know what to That's what we do. We're, we, we are continental. That's what we do. We're, we are beamed all over the world, which is great. Thanks to anchor.fm where you can listen to us and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, at Two at Top Football on all social media platforms. And did you know if you put Two at Top into Google, our name comes up first? Well, now you bloody well do. Um, we that are was joined. the smoothest on... thing ever. It was, wasn't it? Uh, or was that me or are you pouring the beer? Which no, one? no, you. That was smoother than James Brown drinking a Guinness, man. That was <laughs> well, we are joined uh, on this week's show by by Chris Thermos Collins. How are you? I'd say I'd say hello in a continental way, but I don't know any continental words, so you're all right, lads. How you doing? <laughs> well, 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 you're from up north. That's you're more right. than continental yeah, for us. For audio listeners, I'll write a transcript for you. Uh, no, Chris is from um, the Four Manx One Toffee podcast. So make sure you listen to those guys. And uh, if you're watching, they, strictly Liverpool. That's all they talk about. I just love hey. them. Um, yeah, they're literally just the hatred to Liverpool. Nothing yeah. else. <laughs> so, oh, God, uh, no, if... hold on, hold on. I've, I've just thought Four Manx One Toffee. That must have been absolutely hell for yeah. you guys last year with Liverpool in the league. Like that I mean, honestly must have been. Saying saying all we do is talk about Liverpool. Well, get your facts straight. Ninety percent of the time we talk about Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> talk about other things, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure to have you joining us on the show this week, Chris. And uh, yeah, you can um, obviously subscribe to our bits and bobs because you already do or not because you're listening to us. But also have a look at their stuff as well because it is it's pretty top dollar stuff that is so um love it love it love it right let's um let's go into the realness witness the realness because we've just watched the uh we just didn't watch long game of the season the, yeah well on on paper yes it was um the what what it brought to the table not so much and that was uh, Liverpool nil Manchester United nil um Liverpool still remain unbeaten at home in the league and uh, that's now 68 games without defeat for those boys there um oh no oh no it's ridiculous um it's a bit extra though oh no it's it's getting boring now we're just waiting for Sheffield United to 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 overturn because that would just be really funny it'll be Burnley Uh, Burnley or Palace it'll be Burnley or Palace it would be great if it was Palace because it would be like a full circle, wouldn't it? Um, let's um, let's go. Should we go to let, should we go to the newbie um, to to break that game down that we've just seen, um, Chris? Big 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 pressure on me now. I, I think everyone saw it in there. It cagey. That's all you can say. Game a few mm. chances. Pogba was a big one. The, the Pogba one straight at the keeper was a big big one. That that's a yeah. chance. And in, in a game as cagey as this, where there's a lot of there's a lot on the line, it's only going to be three winners. Like if we win, we win. If Liverpool win, they win. And if you get the draw like we've had today, City are the winners because they're going to make the most of it. Their games of hand probably now. Well, their games in hand. If they win both of those, that actually takes them to the top of the table, which yeah. is going to put incredible amount of pressure on Manchester United. Um, how do you think Cotton that will 
affect the... Or in fact, do you think that the result today, knowing that City have got two games in hand, will affect the Manchester United camp? Not at all. If you, we, we said this before. Obviously, we're, we've been massively underdogs for... Like, we're Manchester United, we're top of the league, and people were still like... How has this happened? Why has this happened? So a draw against a draw against Liverpool, who were unbeaten at Anfield in 784 years. Uh, the last time Liverpool lost at home, Yoda was still a baby. Like that's so it's not it's not a huge deal. So a, a draw is okay. We're still top of the league, sort of thing. City still do need to win their games in hand. As crazy as this season has been. It's, it wouldn't surprise me if City drops a point or two. They they, they drew a West, uh, West Brom a few weeks ago. Mm. It's not plain sailing. It's not automatically written that City are going to get their points. Anything could happen this season. Yeah. Going into this game, I would have taken a point. Yes. What, after watching the game, I'm a little, just a little, just a little bit annoyed that we, we didn't get all three because I think we had the better chances. But for for the for the table's sake, for my mental health sake, not losing to Liverpool and not having to be bantered for weeks on end in lockdown has actually been all right. So yeah, I'll take mm. the draw. Ed, where's your head at after that game? Where's your where's head? Your at? Fans, fans, where's your where's head? Your head at? Um, right. No, no one's even said where's your head at, which is annoying. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm uh, what is wrong I'm with us? Yeah. In fact, I'm actually more living with you, Cotton, because you are. The the pornographer here. All right, let's let's move on. Ed, Ed, uh, about the about the Liverpool United game. Where's your Ed at? Hey, um, <laughs> it was such a it was such a cagey affair. I'm so relieved because worst scenario for me would have been losing the records, going six points behind both to United. That would have ruined me. I couldn't have done a week at work following that. But yeah, as much as it was a cagey affair, and I don't think either side played particularly well, you're both right. All three of you are right. Um, just used to having two of you. Um, Man United easily could have won that game. <laughs> Man, United, Man United easily could have won that game. They had the better of the chances and they, they, they suffocated Liverpool. Liverpool didn't have much space. I've said this before, I think because of the little midfield switch up we've got. Mane and Salah are receiving the ball a bit deeper and they're not really able to do much. So we're just whipping the ball into the box. Uh, we're obviously still in the title race. It's a free horse race. I'm not quite. I'm not happy in truth of where things are going because we look like we're declining more than progressing. And I don't know how much of that I can put on injuries. What I was going to say, like, what what do you think is bringing that along? Because defensively, you know, we 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 can only really look at one game where you've had major issues defensively, and that was just an anomaly. But other than that. You know, you, you keep a lot of clean sheets. You if you do concede, it's only one. Most of the times, you win those games. But what what what's 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 changed? Because I'm expecting Liverpool. They are the champions. I'm expecting them to walk into most games with a champions swagger, like how Man United have done in the past, how Chelsea have done in the past, how City to a degree have gone in in, in the past. Whether they've won it back to back or not is irrelevant. But like, when, it's when it, Liverpool haven't brought that to the table this year. No, I agree with you, but I think we've been at 110% effort for about two and a half years and it eventually was going to eventually slow down. All teams go through it. I think there's an element of just bad form. Maybe, I mean, look at Manchester City. Um, 
they got 100 points and 98 points. And then they had that third shaky season, which happened to be the season we won the league. They've kind of had a... They, they, were, they, were, they had so many injuries that season. It's very similar to what we've had this season. Maybe you just need a year of resetting, get your heads together. And, you know, I mean, we're still in the title race. It's not to say it's over. Oh, my God, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, if, you're, if, you, if, I, if you was to sell, tell me now, do I think Liverpool win the league based on the football I'm seeing? I'll say no. The thing is, it's always <clears throat> the old cliche goes: winning a title is hard, but like retaining it is harder. Um, and it may seem like such a like a, a pointless conversation, or like it doesn't matter. But if you've not had players in your squad that have ever won the league before, mm-hmm. winning the league the first time is great. But then you don't know how to push on from that because some people can get complacent. Like we've we've just won the league. Like look, Leicester. Trent, I know it was an anomaly. Yeah. Leicester. I know it was an anomaly. They won the league. But they won the league and ha- did they press on? No, they didn't. Everyone kind of... Well, they, almost, they, they had that sort of like relegation form at the beginning of the season, didn't they? They looked awful. Well, because they switched off. And like, it, it sounds stupid. Like, if, if you have a winning mentality, you have a winning mentality. Like, there were players in that squad that were right. We need to press on and make sure we win it again this year. And I look at the Liverpool squad, because obviously none of them have ever won the league before. And that's not even a dig. That's like, do you know what I mean? I don't know if the mental side of the game is there where they know how to defend the title do you know what i mean because yeah. look at look at how many look at how many good teams we've seen come and win the premier league and then not retain it the next season for whatever reason and it's hard to keep like ed said to keep at your level for because liverpool were at that level for a year and a half two years before they even won the league like they were yeah. the best team in england they were the best team in england for two years and they didn't even win the league which is the craziest thing so to keep up that sort of momentum and now at the minute especially with how different the game is with lockdown you've got no fans the the, the no fans. schedule is crazy is crazy at the minute it's just such a weird game right now i agree with that though i can't see liverpool retaining the title with this sort of football at the start of the season i was very adamant that they were going to win the league again um but yeah i, I don't i don't think they will now mm. um your closest challenges I would say Liverpool um, at the this current moment in time um, is second place Leicester, um, and they they won two nil yesterday at, at Southampton, which you know it's a great result really at the end of the day for for Leicester because you know th- th- this this result anyway has got a bit of history over the last couple of seasons. You know this is the the game that Southampton actually won last season at the King Power, after their 9-0 drubbing. So it shows a little bit of maturity to Leicester's form, especially this season, I would say, because going back off what Cotton said, they don't really know what they're doing. You know, they they won the title. They didn't really know what to do next, where I feel that after every time they, they lose a game this season, they are growing in confidence off the back of it going into the next game does that make sense sort of thing so they've last season when they lost the game it was like oh no what do we do you know and then they'll lose the following game and then the game after that they'll draw against someone lowly down the bottom of the league whereas this season if they lose the game they bounce back it's like right okay this is what we've done here this is where we need to learn this is where we need to grow and when a team is playing like that 
I think everybody around the top should be fearful. They they are the most unpredictable. Not unpredictable. That's the wrong word. They are the team that are causing the least amount of fuss in the top four. They could go on and win the league this year. Yeah, they're like sneaking under the radar sort of thing. Yeah. Chris, where do you where do you think Leicester are at mentally? It's a difficult one with Leicester, isn't it? Because on on one side, on one flip of the coin, you've got a team that has absolutely zero mm. pressure on them whatsoever. I don't think anyone, even though Leicester did the unthinkable a few seasons ago, won the league. I don't think anyone realistically thinks that Leicester are going to put up a title charge to the end of the season this season. But then on the other side of it, you know, have they, have they got the squad to do it? They've had a few injuries this season. I know they're starting to get players back now, like one or two, but that that plays against you, especially in a long season, a crazy one like we're seeing at the moment. Um, it's hard to say. Like You just said it yourself, they're a bit erratic, I think is the best way to describe it. Mm. You don't know whether you're going to get Leicester City who beat City comprehensively or whether you're going to get the one that turned up to Liverpool where they were expected to get a comprehensive result themselves with Liverpool having so many defensive injuries. Yeah, she had their trousers pulled down. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and they're back to square one again. So it's a bit of a weird one. And I think I think form like that, where it's erratic all over the place, is, is going to be the reason why ultimately they're going to fall well short of what I would expect to be still an, an all-city Liverpool and Chelsea probably top I think four. Chelsea will be able to, to find some form. I, I think Chelsea. I think Chelsea have still got even though their form again like Leicester, it's all over the place. I just think they've got the quality, the strength, and depth, and they've they've got the know how. Like they've they've already got top four last season with a transfer embargo. Like, I say that with quote marks because he got mm. players in despite them not being allowed to. I still think they've got enough about them to sneak top four. Uh, yeah. I just don't think Leicester are going to be consistent enough to 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 come into the back end and, and maybe get fourth or third place if that makes and sense. Chelsea have that squad, don't they? I mean, do you think where Chelsea are at is reasonable? You'd probably say we want more from them considering the players they've got. But there's a you know a catch twenty two to that. They've still got all them players to come good, and even just half them players yeah. start performing to their ability, they're going to rack up the points. So you exactly. know that's good. That's a good show. Cotton, like, do you think there's um? There might be a little bit of naivety with with uh, with Leicester's approach to certain games. Uh, no, I don't think so. At all. I think that they, like you said, they're under the radar. When you're doing really well, but there's like no pressure on you, like it's it's so easy to go out there and play your football. Like if if you're a Leicester player, and fair enough, you're doing really well in the league, but there's not heaps and heaps of pressure on you. Go out and play. Go out and play your game. Like Madison this season, Madison's not been great this season, but he's still been popping up with goals and assists because they're playing their style of football. And the more they win and the more it snowballs and snowballs and snowballs, it's easy to to be a Leicester player. And th- 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 like you said, there's not one of them in that Leicester squad right now that's thinking, right, we're going to win the league this year. Yeah. But keep playing your game, keep playing the what, what, what you're being told to. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, think a few weeks ago, Southampton were top of the league. 
right? Yep. No one no one believed they were going to win the league, but they were doing the same thing. They were playing ridiculously attractive football. They were playing good football and winning games. Now that's cooled off a little bit. It is what it is. I can understand why you'd ask the question, is it naive or is it like just a style of football? I think Leicester this season would do well to... This is going to sound really disrespectful. I think Leicester this season would do really well to finish Europa League just because of the teams that are going around for top four at the minute. Yeah. Um, the goals came from um, from Madison and Barnes. Harvey Barnes. I didn't put the open the close bracket on that. That's what, that's wound me up a little bit. Um, can I, but, can um, I talk just two seconds about this uh, Madison goal? Well, this is what... Yeah, yeah. This is what normally, I like normally I'd be like... Normally, I'd be like, keeper, you don't want to be beaten at your near post. Nah, no, cha- no, is, cha- no is. chance in hell. No chance in hell. Oh, I have not seen a shot hit that hard for, for yeah. since, I don't know, Sinisa Mihailovic. Do you know what it reminds me of? Uh, Chris, Chris, Ed, do you ever remember playing FIFA Street on the original like PS2? You know when yeah. you could get that, you got that, uh, you, you got that uh, power-up where it was like, you hit it and it just went... And it like went through the goalkeeper and through the goal, like it was a flame effect and stuff. He hit it that hard, it was like, oh, okay, okay, like so- sorry, mate, like didn- didn't mean to upset you. Like he's literally put that through the net, through the keeper, through the stand. It ne- it nearly travelled from Leicester to Northampton and nearly hit me. That's how hard he's hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, love it. Um, no, that's um. <laughs> Yeah, um, the other thing as well that I wanted to mention very quickly is the um, the goal celebration. Um, I didn't see it. Go on. So, so it was a socially distanced goal celebration. Oh really? Oh, yeah, but it was. I was. It was such a like Madison. Uh, um, yeah, Madison literally went like, "Oh, pretend high five, and it was kind of like. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they, they weren't even that inventive. Like, we literally, during lockdown, we've seen players, like, pull masks out, do, like, crazy cool stuff, and they literally just went, like, you can't come near me. And well, it's, it's, a bit, it's, a bit, it's a bit like that girl. It's a, it's a bit like that girl who, like, moved away from Madison when he tried to kiss her. You've seen that video of a drunk Madison. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Like, on my heart hurt for him. I was like, oh my God. Imagine seeing yeah. that the next day. All, all, you need, all you needed was the GTA <laughs> wasted music. Come here. <laughs> Black white. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, he, so obviously, Gav's, uh, we've lost Gav for a second. But yeah, his celebration, Madison was like, oh, don't come near me. Pretend high five, like, or whatever. And it was like, just, just really boring, sort of like bad banner. I- I feel sorry for the goal scorers because, I mean, it's all well and good for the prolific goal scorers who know that they're going to score. But, I mean, say you get someone like a, I don't know, we're talking about Leicester, say Fafana pops up mm-hmm. with a goal. Like, he's, he's going to be running to the corner. Exactly. Yeah. He's going to be running to the corner thinking, uh, what the fuck am I going to do here now? It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. one of them. Like, how do you even prepare? Because it's not like you can just go for that. You know, that standard, I'm going to hug all my teammates, like wave to the cameras, wave to the fans that used to be there, and, and just like walk back to the centre circle and just crack on, isn't it? Well, you walk yeah, back to the centre circle and wait for VAR to overturn the decision. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is why, this is why I was, this is why I was uh, like earlier, I was so like perturbed and annoyed with the whole, 
oh, I thought I should be hugging and, and high-fiving after a goal. Like, do you, have you, the people that complain about that yet, have you ever watched a game of football? Like, do you know how a, a corner is defended? Do you, what about, okay, so c- can we not have Wolves anymore? Are we not, so are we socially distancing, distancing at Wolves? At Wolves, not Wolves, Wolves now. Like, can you, can you not build a wall? Like, what, what, what's the crack? Like, if you're literally having 22 grown, sweaty men touch each other for 90 minutes, what difference does it make if, again, yeah. surely they're in, the, they're in the same... They're, yeah, exactly. They're in the same bubble. They're, they're, all, they're all literally getting tested four or five times a week, privately or whatever it is. What does it matter if your man's hugging someone? I get that people are annoyed with people being stupid and... Is this guy? I'm so really sorry. Is he gonna get sent off? No, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I can, I can, I, I'm watching Schalke Frankfurt. Sorry, someone just got subbed on and this card did it in about five seconds. If I you want to learn people... more about that game, you can tune in on Wednesday. By the way, for the Bundesliga show. There we go. Nice little segment. <laughs> we do yeah, the, show. The, the whole they shouldn't be hugging thing is absolute nonsense. And I get. Listen, I haven't got to hug my nan in a year. I get that, but. Listen, if someone wants to pro, if someone wants to pay for me and my nan to be privately tested week in week out, I'll go hug my nan. Like that's just how that's just how the game is. Like, and and I would say as well, while we're moaning about this subject, before football fully gets shut down, which I really hope it doesn't, mm. Neil Warnock nailed on the head the other week. Well, during the week, how many people, including myself, are just relying on football at the minute to get us through? This mm-hmm. lockdown, like I look forward to nothing anymore other than knowing that there is a game tonight or two games tomorrow, this, that, and the other. Because there's, li- I can't leave my house, I can't do anything. I'm on furlough again. All I look forward to in my life right now is to watch some football. So yeah. if people all, all they've got to complain about is is players hugging each other, like just just get on with it. Just get- do you think it's going to solve all that though? If they do this bubble thing that they're starting to talk about at the moment, where they put all the plays into like a, a basketball? I don't know if you do. You like to keep up with the, the NBA, yeah. yeah, the NBA, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, like, wow. if, if, if you do what they did, like or what they have done for the NBA, well, yeah, they sent them all down to Disneyland, wasn't it? Disney, yeah, yeah. Disney World. Mm. I, I think, to be honest, personally, I think that's probably the answer. I think it's probably, you know, probably safest for everyone, including the footballers, yeah. and and it's probably the best way from a from a PR perspective, let's call it, to, to put out to the, to the outside world, yeah, we are taking it seriously. We know we're privileged and, and we're going to do all we can to keep this within the game. Where I think that's what they should probably do. Because even well, St George's I... Park isn't big enough. Well, 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 well they've, got, they've got a few hotels there. But like, I think for the Euros in particular, they should do that. And I, I'm annoyed. With, well, everyone's annoyed with the whole COVID situation, but... Last year, I was really looking forward to going to my first international tournament as a fan. I've always applied for tickets. I've never got them until this uh, until the Euro 2020. I was meant to be going to Italy versus Switzerland. Obviously, the Euros don't go ahead, and it's going ahead this year instead. And it looks like that I might not be able to go again. So I think what they should do is move it all to one country. I think that would be important to do that, ideally in England. You know, but if not, wherever in whatever country, and then just organise the groups per city, and you play two games per day um, on that particular pitch in that area for whatever reason, um, and 
So, like, for instance, just say if it was over here, Group A games are played in North London. And Group A, A's fixtures will be at the Emirates. Group B's fixtures will be at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Do you see what I mean? So, like, do it that way. And then Group uh, Group C uh, and D, they'll be based in the Northwest. So, they'll play their games at Anfield and Goodison and then the Etihad and Old Trafford. And you could do that. You are minimalising risk. You're not going from Newcastle to play at St. James's Park on, on Tuesday and then Friday's game is down at St. Mary's. Do you see what I mean? So you're... Um, yeah, it's a good you idea. Keep it, you're, keeping things, you're keeping things much tighter. Well, I know we, we, we digress a little bit, but it's it's... It's all James Madison's fault, frankly. Um, he should have just hugged <laughs> everyone. Uh, he should have just yeah. hugged everyone after she scoring this goal. On an hour's tangent, Madison. Uh, I know. <laughs> I'll tell you what, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet him. Let him know about himself. Um, Bloody James Madison and his European yeah. laws. Sick yeah, it is, and it, and he's and he's sick, sick of him sticking by the rules and socially distancing. Right. How dare he, Gav? Gav, I'm really sorry. Like before we segue between games, I know this is completely off tangent, but this is fully something that I said to you the other day, right? Just to let you know, uh, Frankfurt Schalke was one all until the 62nd minute. They've subbed in Luka Jovic. 72nd minute, goal, Luka Jovic. 90 plus two minutes, goal, Luka Jovic. He's already got That two. is why. Hold that on, is hold why on, hold on. And I begged Skybet to... I, I tweeted and requested that saying Luka Jovic to get 10 plus Bundesliga goals for the rest of the season. And they said no. And he's already got two in one game. The guy's a freak. Why we didn't sign him? I'm annoyed. Let's get back to the Premier League. Well, um, Schalke are socially distancing themselves away again from, from their uh, from their from their victory last week. Um, one team who have socially distanced themselves again uh, is Sheffield United. But I've got a positive light to put on the back of this. But we'll start with the the negativity from them um, and a positive way for Spurs. It was a uh, Sheffield United one, Tottenham three. Uh, <laughs> Um, the goals came from Serge Aurier from ahead of earlier on in sort of about five minutes into the game. Harry Kane with a, you can arguably arguably say that it was a typical Harry Kane finish. Uh, it, was, it was a lovely goal from the edge of the box, um, jinking through a couple of players. Um, McGoldrick, David McGoldrick bought one back just before the hour mark, before Ndombele. Was it... Was it intentional or not? Uh, I, listen, I think the jury's out there, but it's, it, 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 it ended with the back of the net. Whether he was intending that to go in the net or back post for someone to head it in, he was aiming for back post. Like it, it like it, it's a good piece of play. Right? Like I won't say good goal or whatever, but it was a good piece of play. Like whether whether it goes in or someone heads it in, he knew what he was doing. He knew he had to get the ball back post. It, mm. it was good. Uh, the Kane goal. I mislaid the stat, but there was something like that's one of uh, he scored an X amount of goals from outside the box now. Like he's up there with Lampard and Naldo for amount of goals scored outside the box or something like that, which which is crazy yeah. in itself. But Harry Kane, yeah, I'm just waiting for him to come good. You know, he's had what six seasons now at the top. Is this his last season at the top? No, I'm not playing. Uh, I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You've done it for six seasons now. Is that He's a one season wonder? When's he when's he gonna finally pull his finger out? And, um, <laughs> and I did hear a stat that is true though, um that I do remember. So obviously Mourinho has pure turned him into this. Defensive, Holland. Defensive. No, 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 but he has turned him into this 90s Holland pure total footballer where yeah. Harry Kane already this season has more goal involvement, so goals and assists, than he had last season or has ever had in the, in the Spurs shirt. So, like, mm. he, even it's though assist season, charts. Yes, yeah, so even last second, season. He's second on the list of the pro goal. Is, 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 was it 2023? 20, a goal, a goal w, involvement w, in the league yeah, only. Yeah. In the league only. That doesn't even include what he's been doing in Europe or what he's done for Angleterre. It's just straight up in the in the Premier League. Chris, you don't it's look convinced. He's, no, no I'm, don't, I, I'm actually. Oh, oh where you went like that? Where you went like that? Oh, well, I thought you were like. No, it's more of a, you know, like he's been on the top for so many years. I think Kane himself has just thought like. Do you know what? I'm not winning trophies. What else can I do to mm. remind people how sick I am? All right, yes. Yeah, so, fuck it. I'm just going to bag loads of assists. That's what I'm going to do this season. He's <laughs> um, just, he, he's turned into a prolific striker, like a, I don't want to call him a Van Nistelrooy from a United perspective. I don't want to call him a Van Nistelrooy because he's excellent outside of the box as well. And I love Van Nistelrooy, but, you know, he did 99% of his work inside the box. But he, he's, that one percent being against right. Fulham. I was going to yeah, say yeah. that one and only yeah. moment. <laughs> Great goal! But he's he's dropped a peg back now, and he's he's doing so much more work, like in all areas of the pitch. I've seen Harry Kane at times this season defending corners, like last yeah. man. Oh, I mean, that's what he does. We take, we take the mick out of Chris, him. Chris, <laughs> during the game earlier, Chris, during the game earlier, the commentator literally said, "Oh, look at Harry Kane playing left wing back," and he genuinely was. He was genuinely back there winning tackles in a left wing back position. And it was like, <laughs> it's just a it No, but it gets to a point where when you win games, it's like, oh, yeah, and they're all putting a shift in. If Tottenham lose a game and Kane's playing left back, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is our main target man, number nine, six foot four, giant centre forward, why is he back here doing this dirty work? And I, like, Mourinho. Chris, Gav knows that I've suffered, but you <laughs> we we had to watch Mourinho and Van Gaal football where everyone had to play nine yeah. positions. Like you couldn't just play centre mid, you had to be centre mid, left back, centre back, right back, centre forward, serve a yeah. chippy tea on a Tuesday in a in a chip shop. Like you couldn't just be one player. So now Spurs, the Spurs players are kind of feeling this as well because there's certain players that are really adapting to this. And there's certain Spurs players that really aren't adapting to the life of having to play multiple positions. It's, Deli it's Ali. sort of half Deli Ali. Ali. I thought you were yeah. going down that route. It's yeah. sort of half that, and it's half like it's almost as if Harry Kane just. Do you know when you used to? I used to play football as, and I use all probably did as well. I used to play football as a youngster, and I was never any good. Absolutely crap. Uh, but there were certain players that I played for. Yeah, but you to... stopped. You stopped playing. I, I was stupid and decided decided to become a referee. You know, I you did the right you. thing. Ed, <laughs> I, I, was Gav a referee? Hold on. Let me have a look. Hey, was Gav a referee? Yeah, check the books. Is that Michael Aspel? This is your life. Yeah, yeah. 
No, you haven't mentioned that yet. Right? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. That book is already out of date. If you if you've not got mentioned, he was a reference. It's already out of date. <laughs> I love that. I didn't know I was a thing, but fair play. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I used to play football as a kid. I stopped early, like luckily. But playing in Manchester, playing in South Manchester, obviously I knew loads of people who went on to City, went on to United. Great, great players. We had one lad who used to play up from... He might listen to this podcast, I don't know. A lad called Aaron Bowman. Absolutely mm-hmm. class. Um, he's mates with Danny Welbeck, incidentally mm-hmm. enough. I used to have him on uh, Facebook a few years ago and he had uh, Welbeck on his on his Facebook. He used to take pictures of him all the time. Um, and he got scouted for United once, and he was one of those where he was just so much better than everyone else on the pitch at like a young age. Mm. And he used to do what Kane's doing now, which is he used to just watch the game, think, I'm bored here, I'm just going to go play left-back because I'm better than you all. <laughs> so yeah. just go, go back and do that. I'll tell you, you that, to do that. And go back up front. Um, boys, you, uh, I'll tell you to do that all the time. Ivan Tony. Yeah, man. Ivan yes. Tony is a striker. He's, yeah. yeah, and when he's playing for school and when he's playing for Coppers, he's so bored. What, 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 so what do you want from Ivan? What do I want from Ivan? What do you want from Ivan Tony? You want him on the show? You want him on the show? He's going Arsenal. No, he's going Arsenal, mate, but it looks like Ivan Tony, Ivan Tony and Reese James, honestly, there's Ivan Tony. them two <laughs> right over Gav's house. Ivan Tony, I, I, know, I, know, I know him personally, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I, have, I, 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 I know him as well. And I, you I know have him, don't you? But like yeah. he no, but like, the thing is, Ivan Tony used to play like CDM, turn up at right back, you know, turn up at, like in behind the striker because he was so much better than everybody else that he would be like Turn down for what? Yeah, so like he just yeah, he just wants to get involved in it because there's no point if you're so much better than everyone else, but you're a striker, what's the point of waiting on the shoulder of the last defender? If you I ain't know, getting the ball, that's how I used to feel. Just do that it yourself. Really <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll go get it myself. Yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. um, rush keepers and that. Do you know what I mean? I'll go get it myself. All, all, all six, six of me, like no one's crossing the ball in. I'm going straight back to the midfield. That's a lie. I never yeah. even crossed my own half. I, in, I didn't do that. Not at all. I, I, Gav, you know well, I literally played for Northampton Town, God rest my soul, until I was at 18. Um, Absolute bad boy striker, but I'd literally, I don't think I've ever crossed my own halfway line in my life. Like, if you're not bringing it to me. Not interested, mate. Not interested, mate. I'm not having happening. Um, I do want I do want to talk a little bit of positivity about Sheffield United. So I'm, um, I'm not going to talk about this game. I'm going to go back to their game during the week. <laughs> and they, they beat Newcastle 1-0. Okay. And... Yeah, I just want to give a shout out as well to um, to Paul Lucas as well. I don't know if he's watching, but he, I did say to him that I was going to give him a shout out on the show. And we want to talk about some positive stuff from Sheffield United. Although they almost shagged it at the last moment of, the, of, of that game as well with that header back uh, towards Ramsdale. And he was like, what's going on here? You know, so, but um, no, Sheffield United, it's important that they picked up that win. It's yeah. difficult to back that up and try and get something out of a game against Tottenham. So I don't think they, they should feel too too disheartened by their result uh, earlier on today. I don't know. They had their chances, man. They had their chances. And again, going back to what we've said so many times, if they had decent strikers, they, they could have got some out of that game. 
Like they, they, Sheffield United did have chances. It wasn't like they were lucky to get one goal. They mm. had chances, and they're defending for the they're, they're defending for the first goal is scandalous as well. It's like a lot, a lot of the stuff they're doing wrong is amateur sort of stuff. And I don't blame I don't blame Chrissy Wilder for that, but it is seeming at the minute that Sheffield United are like they're. they're the victims that they are making this their own problem. I feel sorry for. Oh, can I? Can I have one? See, this is the joy. This is the joy. Thank you very much. She just popped in the room. Got myself in the um, Yeah, well, I can do this. Um, <laughs> Mauro. Carter's <laughs> can't, can't, getting his cat to get. <laughs> Mauro, get me a beer. Give me a bit, you prick. <laughs> Foot falling flat on my face, yeah. Mauro's not getting me a bit. So. Oh, try, 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 try Mauro in. Um, yeah, Sheffield United, they're, they're going down. They need they need a striker because... I was talking to, oh, 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 which isn't Ryan Bruce, because like, I was talking to someone earlier on today and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, the only difference is the fact that they haven't got um, Dean Henderson there this time. It's like, well, they haven't got Dean Henderson. They haven't got Jack O'Connell either. So defensively, they have been ripped apart, so to speak. Two key members of their back line. And they were out with John Egan for a couple of games this season. So, but even even despite all of that, they've not been shipping goals on a regular basis. They conceded three today. It's not often that they do that. But they need to be putting the ball in the back of the net. I, I really like Ollie Norwood. He was disappointing today. Oh, he and gave he, away the ball for both uh, the second and the third goal. The second he and the third was, goal. The second yeah. goal in particular was absolutely disgusting. And the, the way the way that he tried to control that, I was thinking, mate, you're a pro footballer. There is no excuse to miscontrol the ball that badly. John Flex is a good player, but... And Ollie Burke, I really like Ollie Burke. I think he's got a bad attitude. And it's the only way I can sort of pigeonhole him because he's he's been to Leipzig when Leipzig were on their moving forward step. And every time he played, he played all right, but he didn't play enough games. And that tells me attitude. But every Sheffield United player that you, you've mentioned that like they were good or had this good season or this that was always in the Championship or they had a good season abroad somewhere like they they haven't been Premier League or they got away with it last year for a, a, a bit. Yeah, exactly. And me and Ed had this conversation and where I st it still blows my mind that Sheffield United spent twenty million or twenty four whatever it was on Ryan Brewster. I get that he's young and up and coming. Sheffield United just can't score goals, yeah? No, what? Bruce is... No, he's not. No, oh, no, it was 26 million. Yeah, 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 I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say. I was going to say yeah. it's not finished. But, <laughs> but 26 million. You, you're, tell, you're telling me right now that Sheffield United couldn't have got a Premier League journeyman to come in and score a few goals for him for half that. A, a, a low e Even Remy. on a free. <laughs> e yeah, yeah, exactly. Even someone on a free. Someone like that, like random. I don't even think it's a, a a fact of cost. I just think you're going after the wrong type of striker. Exactly. I, I, oh, I yeah, he's too Fulham. He's too Fulham. Yeah, like he didn't that. fit that yeah. system at all. Yeah. They have that tic-tac system, but I, I think Sheffield United need a big man up front who can hold the ball up well and get everyone oh, else. Mitrovic. 
Yeah, exactly. You yeah. can introduce everyone else into play. Ryan Bruce sure. is not going to do that. I couldn't, do honestly, I, I, Chris, I couldn't believe, not even just the money, when they signed Ryan Bruce, I was like, why? Yeah. I get that what they were trying to project was like some sort of like uh, positivity and like, we're going to try and, we're going to build on last season, finishing sixth or whatever. And it was like, Bro, this ain't, this ain't the deal. Like spending twenty five million on this ain't the deal. And Gav, we've spoke about this before. Twenty plus million for Ramsdale or whatever it is. They have that's the worst deal on a goalkeeper since Kepa. Like Ramsdale is garbage, man. And I know he's young and he might get good, but he is. He's woo. a he's a good goalkeeper. No, oh, yeah. I, I can't that's all it is. That. He is a good goalkeeper. He's nothing special, but he is in the same realm as a Mignolet, an Al Habzi, uh, Yaskalainen, who ooh, plays ooh. for a lesser club who's getting so he's well all well. the time. You better leave Yersi Yaskalainen straight out of that conversation. <laughs> you drop Yersi Yaskalainen. Yaskalainen was world class. Like, don't even bundle him in with people like Ramsdale. Yersi Yaskalainen was world class. Should have been at a better club his whole career. The problem, yeah, is, you, the problem is, if you get a Ryan Brewster, you need to change the midfielder. The shots change the midfield because yeah. you're just whipping yeah. balls into him, otherwise. Mm. But yeah, go on. Ryan Brewster um, is someone who can drop deep and get the ball. Uh, he's yeah. not someone who's going to be disciplined. I say disciplined. He's not going to be someone who stays up top and stays in and around the box and poaches. Or he's not going to be someone who's a big man and gets his head on it. He's not going to be someone who gets the ball and can hold it up really well. But go, going back to what we said earlier on today, the, is the only reason why he's doing that is because like when he's been playing for the youth teams, he has been streets clear of everybody else, hasn't he? Yeah. When he's uh, Liverpool youth um, for the England, for the England, England. under seventeens, under eighteens, and nineteens, whatever, he has been streets clear of everybody else. So has he been coming deeper because he's so much better than everyone else at that level that he was playing at, and it's almost installed into his mind. Because for me, I think he's a, I think he's a forward. I think he's a striker who should be in that sort of poachery he's area. Coming, he's, coming, he's coming to pick up the ball because no one's getting the ball to him. And then like Swansea, a, a cross. He, yeah, mm. I mean, yeah, that's the thing for Swansea. He's, you know, he he turned up in January and took Swansea to the playoffs, scored thirteen yeah. goals. Like he's he's proven <laughs> that Swansea suited his his style of play. Yeah, Champions, which is why uh, he and could, the, champ, the championship, and the championship also suited his level. Yeah, that's and, the and which means he could have looked at a, a fuller meet. Um, yeah. even even I think I think even a Brighton West Brom, you know. West, you know Brom, West Brom have been trying to play football. That's a great and shout, so lad, Brighton. I think Brighton would be the perfect team for Orion Brewster. Mm, yeah. Exactly that. Like some someone who plays the type of football that he would make the most out of like, yeah. and allow him to thrive with the, with the skills and the qualities that he's got. Sheffield United aren't. They're just not it. Not Liverpool it. Yeah. sold him too quickly where they didn't take into consideration whether it was the right move for him because they wanted to make the money up for Thiago, etc. Well, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Honestly, that's good business in a way, but he could have banged him yeah. out on loan to a to it, a Bundesliga not, side. Or no, something. it's not even that. If someone if someone came to me with that sort of money for Ryan Brewster, game over, mate. Soz, mm. mate. Like, I know you love the club, but pack your shit because uh, there's no way you're turning down that money. No, for that player. For how improved no he is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let's um let's talk about Brighton um because. You know, they condemned Leeds to another defeat. But Leeds play nice football, so that's all that matters. Uh, yeah, next game, um, we're talking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's, let's, let's have a look at this. Um, you've, got that, you've got that graphic wrong. Is, is it not 
Breath of Fresh Air FC leads. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh my God, I don't know what they're called now. Who's the real Premier League winners? Yeah. Do you know what, Chris? The problem is now. Chris, the problem is that there's two United fans now, so it's going to seem like we're just going to be trashing Leeds because we don't like them. That's why right, my Arsenal uh, fandom could, could get no, in no, there but as hold well. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm so Chris doesn't know. Chris, Chris doesn't know. I'm so indifferent to Leeds because they've meant so little to me over the last 10, 15 years. Couldn't care less. Yeah, right? but Chris, Chris but, uh, doesn't know what the crack is. What? With Leeds. Oh, with Bamford. And Bamford. Hold on. Do you know what? I've got a loophole with my Bamford thing, by the way. Oh, okay. I said Bamford... I said Bamford needs to score more than 10 goals this season. Did you go back and listen to that? Yeah, what's he on? 10. So if he doesn't yeah. score another goal this season, then I'm, go- I'm Gucci. You're Gucci. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> mate, when, when Leeds came back into the Premier and this whole uh, rock and roll football, cool, man. It was re- uh, it was enjoyable. It was whatever. But now we're like 20 games into... Well, we're not even that. But what, however many games we're into the season, right? Like the novelties wore off where they're saying like, Oh, Leeds, they attack well or they just don't defend at all. And it's like, you can't stay up playing football like that. Like, we said this about Norwich last year when Pookie was scoring first half. They scored 11 goals in the first half of the season, didn't they? It's rock and roll roll football. But there is such a fine line between the naivety of coming up and just constantly playing your attacking football against Premier League clubs or coming up and going, right, these clubs are going to be a lot better than us. We need to tighten up. It's be a bit more pragmatic and yeah, you know, exactly. A bit more Leeds, gritty. Like, look, you you will go down playing. We will uh, we'll either win six 0 or lose six 0 Like you'll go down doing that. And finally, everyone's kind of caught on to the fact that Leeds Leeds haven't scored a goal in like four games. They're like three nil to uh, one nil to Brighton, three nil to Crawley. Uh, and the last two games before that one were, were, were losses to nil as well. And it's starting to get to the point where it's like, can we stop circle jerking Bielsa? Or like, they've been found out. They've been found out. And we've seen this before in the Premier League. Like, you know, we've seen it with, I mean, how far do you want to go back? Hull, when they had that season, when they were amazing, it was Christmas. Well done, Chris. I was going to bang on about them. They were top of the league. They were top of the league or second in the league in in um, in the November, weren't they? Yeah. After like ten, eleven games. Was that, Phil Brown's, was that Phil Brown's hole? Yeah. yeah. The season yeah. where Phil Brown yeah. sat them all down on the pitch. Yeah. And was like, yeah. Yeah. Come on, lads. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you go back even further than that. Yeah. Ipswich Town. Ipswich Town finished sixth in 2000. Marcus Stewart, top scorer. No, they, that, they finished, I'll tell they, you I what. Think, I think, didn't they finish? I think they finished fifth. When they had Pablo Quinago. Um, he might have done. In, in the March time. In the March time. They were third, and they were, the people were talking about Ipswich to just come up. They're going to be playing Champions League football next season. I'll go back even further, Gav. You were, you're wearing the colours, and we spoke about this the other day. Ah, Nine, yes. Oh, 92-93, first Premier League season. Norwich, Norwich. were rinse, ri, Norwich were rinsing that league. Mark Robbins was on, like, 15-plus goals. Norwich were rinsing yeah. that league. Brian Gunn in the sticks. Yeah, and yeah. then Villa and United just turned up last minute. But... Norwich finished up third or fourth. Like it, it does happen, but two seasons were... later, bam, done. So yeah. There's there's a fine line between naivety and sticking to your guns football wise. And we've yeah. we've seen so many teams come and go. Norwich last season. Norwich came up from playing rock and roll attacking football, tried to play attacking football. They beat City 
let's not forget that. Like they they yeah. did win a few games, but then it just got it just got silly. It was boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it, every other week people found them out. It wasn't great. Um, yeah, exactly. And and it does happen. So so Leeds, I'm not going to be a bit of United fan and be like I hate Leeds. I hope they don't go down. I really hope they don't go down. And I said at the start of the season, we did like a review, or well, a preview. And I said they won't go down. They'll be safe. They'll be happy. They'll be doing whatever. They will be happy. They w- They won't go down. I still think they'll finish top 12-ish. But they need to start realising what games they can win and what games they can't. Well, I think they're 12. They are 12 right yeah. now. So, yeah, they are sort of in and around where they need to be. Hot take. <laughs> one one team that oh, hey, uh, one team that could go down um, is Fulham. Uh, they lost one nil to Chelsea. Boy, <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not, Cotton. I'm not going to give it the banter because we ain't played yet. Yeah, we ain't played until tomorrow. True, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm giving this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be giving it stacks like after after the um, after the Arsenal game tomorrow, hopefully. Um, but um, yeah, Fulham nil, Chelsea one. It's a derby game. It didn't really have the dumb feel as such, in my opinion, apart from the red card, which I'm I feel quite Oof. aggrieved by. I, you feel I'm, aggrieved? Yeah. For what, for what I, reason? What reason? I the way he's gone into the challenge looks horrible, but in terms of contact, it's doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Whoa, 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 hold on. Even 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 without VAR. The ruling has been for the last 10, 15, 20 years. If you come off the ground like that, game over, son. Luke Shaw, ML Smith Row. Two games. Don't even fucking come with that, Luke Shaw, because Luke Shaw won the ball against. uh... Yes, he did. He won the ball. Luke Shaw won wound me up. He, he's... He, the way the way he's gone into that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Two if I'm looking at that real time, the way Luke goes into that, that's me. I'm going. Hold away. on, hold on. What? We've got Chris here as a guest. Chris, does Luke, <laughs> <win the ball? laughs> does Luke Shaw win the ball? Luke Shaw wins the ball, but do you know what? I, I I'm kind of in the middle of where you two are. I think VAR, the one thing it's done this season, which is doing absolutely nobody no favors, is slowing down. The, the play slowing down the replays and if you put anything into slow motion it looks bad it looks really really or bad. it looks absolutely fantastic Dennis Burkamp versus Newcastle I agree oh, yeah. this this, 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 right, right. this, this <laughs> you know, Ed, Ed, Ed was three years old when that happened so um I'll send you a video in all seriousness this Robinson one he ain't getting the ball he's literally jumped two feet off the ground I, I can't see anything. As much as I'd love Chelsea not to win this game or have the advantage of playing against 10 men, it's a red card in every day of the week, mate. Like, I, I, I don't know why you're feeling aggrieved. He, he's literally jumped two foot off the ground. He's made contact with the player. Game over. We, we've, we've seen reds for way less than this this season. And we've yeah. seen and we've seen reds not being given for yeah, way uh, for way worse than that. I know, and so, that's why we hate the consistency. Yeah, exactly, and that's why I now look at that. I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, if that, happens, if, that, if, that, if that if that happens in the southern league, I'm like, good tackle. Okay, hold on. No, okay, who wants to be a millionaire? Dun, 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 on you right now, Gavin McFarlane. Do you send him off for that challenge? Sorry. He's got his answers. He's got, yeah. Okay. Bam. <laughs> What do you select? Do you, do you send him off for that challenge? Yellow. 
You're you're a madman. You're an absolute madman. You're a maverick. You you're telling me that a yellow card for that? A yellow card for that? I'm going. I'm going based on. Hold on, hold on, Gav. You told me midweek you wanted to send Luke Shaw off for that challenge. No, I, I didn't take. I didn't say. You said oh, red. You said red. I said no, 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 no never. You said red on Luke Shaw. No, yes, hell, said, no, God, hold damn, on, did hold not. on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold that book up again. You are looking yeah. dangerously close to that Jamiroquai looking guy that like rants uh, rants out the capital. Yeah. Yeah. You are literally no, looking no, like the guy that rants out the capital. No, no, no. I said the reason why they, the reason why they VAR'd that is be, and the reason why they gave him a yellow because you couldn't go back and have a look at that and not give a card for it. I said that. Yes, you can. Oh, really? That that is that is that the is. The VAR that for Luke Shaw was red card or not? He shouldn't have got a yellow card. That's that's and the ruling. And then, and then... Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Gav, no, the is it the ruling? Is... is it the ruling? There's nothing in the laws of the game that stipulates that. Yes, it like, is. We've had. This I, I do like. To, I do like to go back to. Go back to I just don't understand. Chelsea are four points off fourth now, so they're crawling back. They they are yeah, they are yeah. they are creeping they are creeping oh, and I'm not saying, just that and is a red my, I, um, our boy Mason Mount I really like Mason Mount okay. uh, all right Frank and he bad no no I don't love him like like Frank does but it was a excuse me it was it, it's another goal for him and he's, he's well he's being loved by by Frank. And to be honest, all his Chelsea pals are all loving him as well. It's not just a... I don't think it's just a, a, a brief love affair. I think he's going to be knocking around for a long time. And I think he's going to be he's going to be a key player for Chelsea going but, forward. Gav, before we move on from this game, because I can see you're, you're moving this on. But I would like to really quickly talk about... I know you liked, I know you liked to tweet about this um, during, during the weekend. But... The question has to be asked, and I'm not going to say that his career's done or whatever. You know exactly where I'm going. But <laughs> Timo Werner. Yes. Now, I loved Timo Werner at Leipzig. I've even got a Leipzig Werner got 11 it. shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Sean brought me back from Leipzig. Like, he's whatever. But he hasn't... He's awful this season for Chelsea. And, and Tom... Overend that he's been on the show. Literally, the tweet in question was saying, "If you think he's done, you, you don't know football." I don't think he's done. You can't say I he's genu- done. He's still bagged a few. Do you no, know no, what I mean? no, 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 no. I, I, but what I'm saying is, I genuinely see him back in the Bundesliga in 12 months because he. You said it yourself. There's no patience in the Premier League, yeah, and there isn't. There literally isn't. Yeah. So if he if he exactly. doesn't hit the ground. Yeah, exactly. If he doesn't hit the ground running this season and score, he needs to score another 10, 15 Premier League goals this season. Otherwise, they'll already be like, loan him out, get him back out of the door. I genuinely think he'll be back in the Bundesliga slash Leipzig on loan I in the next 12 months. It's poor management and poor of course it is. It's a awareness. Point. Frank is a shit manager, man. He's awful. Like, of course he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, how is there any surprise about this? Like, look at Havertz, look at Ziyech, look at Werner. There, there's more players being played out of position than there are players being played in their position. There's no, there's no, like, it's not a crazy thing that everyone's so upset about these players being, pl- like, 
out of position and not fulfilling their form or fulfilling what they should be. Because they're not like they're not being played. They were Werner being played out wide left, yeah. And we, Gav, me and you know that Werner likes to play out wide. No, he likes no, he likes to win the ball from a wide position. But you don't play. You don't start in wide left. That doesn't work. And if don't you're buy, playing a four-three-three with three midfielders, whether you want to play a six and eight and a ten or whatever, like, but which Chelsea don't really do. They play like six and two eight. That is not going to aid the qualities that Werner has. So it, when he does get a chance in the game, they are snapshots. Or we will only get that one ball no, over the top. Hold on. Do you know what? Uh, like, again. No, because no, he'll, he'll, like, for instance. He's had his, Werner's had his one on ones, man, and absolutely fluffed his lines. There's, yeah, no, he gets a one on one once a game. Mate, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you who doesn't get dug out, yeah? And the reason why he doesn't get dug out for this is because he scores so many goals. But when he fluffs his lines, they are catastrophic and make Werner look like Prime Messi. And that's Jamie Vardy, mate. Because oh when God. Jamie, when Jamie Vardy, Jamie Vardy, what did you think I was going to say about that, but no, it's true though because I've I've seen Jamie Vardy because like I'll tell you you play you play Jamie Vardy you play Timo Werner the same way you play Jamie Vardy against the high line ball over the top cutting in from the left and then like cutting in from the left right foot bam top bins or nice little um, trickle in the bottom right hand corner that's what Timo Werner done he did it constantly over and over and over again last season for Leipzig he does it on a regular basis for the German national side you play you play against him against a high line is literally sauce on a plate I, Chelsea, I agree with what you're saying but but, so, but like but how many times have we seen Vardy like get a ball over know. the top and he's absolutely laced it's gone out for a throw in or whatever but because he scores in that game we don't worry about that opportunity that he missed no I know I, I agree but I hate to be memey but there is like uh, the video uh, of Werner this season and it's literally you know the song it's like and I miss you da -da 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 -da, and I want you da -da. but they've literally just gone and I miss you da -da 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 -da, and I miss you and it's literally <laughs> a, like a two minute compilation of the absolute sitters that Werner has missed this season like literally one on one with, with keeper and just put it five yards wide and I, you know, I love Timo Werner, but I don't think this Chelsea move is the one. And I don't think he's going to come good at Chelsea. And I think he's going to get moved on. And then the Mo Salah situation, on it, where he can yeah. exactly. Marco Marin, Van Hinkle, De Bruyne, Salah. Like they have no patience with players, man. No. I'd like to hear another rendition of that Vanessa Carlton song, please. Yeah, because I'm about to say, Man United didn't win. Man United didn't win. You still give it to <laughs> no, I thought I'd give an R&B song if you're not involved. Oh, you yeah, did. You did, to be oh, fair. I, to be, to be, I love how Cotton, I, I never mentioned this, he talks about the Leeds game. He's literally become the, the thing he hates, Sky Bet. He's like, yeah, but if you actually listen to what I said, I said 10 plus goals. Look at him not paying out. You <laughs> I'm paying out. Listen, I'm, listen, I'm paying yeah. out. Bamford's going to get one more goal, isn't he? Fuck's sake. Bamford's oh, going to get a goal. You think that's um, bad, mate? I bet Danny on 4M1T that Sheffield United were going to finish above Leeds this season. That's fucking going well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Age well what bet. Was, what, what was the wager on that? What was the wager on that? 20 quid, mate. 20 quid. Oh, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's, 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 still, I, 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 
I, I bet a Leeds fan a um, Bamford shirt with the name and number on the back that Bamford wouldn't score 10 goals this season in the Premier League. Ten or more goals this season in the Premier League. And no, yeah, more than ten. So yeah, you're changing story. Go back and watch it. Go back and watch it. Go back and watch it. It's like any good betting site. Ten point five, ten plus. It's it's actually it, it, the, the the way the form was going at the time though, Chris. It could have damaged everybody financially because we were talking about. The... Oh, you no, you two were idiots. You said, I'll give you a grand if he goes to the Euros. I'll, I'll give you a grand if he finishes top goal I said a shirt. Yeah, I said a shirt. I was Gucci, man. I was here to be like, cool. Yeah, you two were like, Euros. If he goes to the Euros, I'll give you a grand. And I was like, all right. We went balls deep. Um, Leeds are not going to finish any higher than West Ham. Um, West Ham are loving form at the moment. Um, through these two games, because I'm not being funny, these two games. Um, despite the number of goals in the final game that we'll talk about, was it a great game of football, really? So, um, West Ham won Burnley nil. Mikel Antonio back starting goal, nine so minutes. So much for this goal. So much beef. What, 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 what's, what's the drama? The drama is Burnley is supposed to be this aerial threat built like shit team. And this cross comes in for Antonio. And one defender doesn't get the header on it because it, it misses him. Two centre backs literally duck and leave it. And Antonio taps it in back post. Like it's literally, you couldn't believe. There's no way a Sean Dodge team just leaves this ball the way they've done. Like, mm. I, I was watching it and I was like, I was like, right. I was like, Va, there must there must have been a whistle. No, no, genuinely, Gav, genuinely, I thought there must have been a whistle or something for those burning players to leave the ball the way they did. No, yeah. play on. Like, no, genuinely, I'm they, that. They, they, they all went this. They all went, Ooh. like, literally yeah. ducked out of the way. Over me. <laughs> slow to react. Too slow to react. I mean, oh. I tell you what, Lindelof and Maguire are, and, and it's a well-known sort of thing across football, Twitter and the rest of it, they're, they're dead slow to react. It's like a couple of double-decker buses turning. Well, fucking Tarkovsky and me are like two Boeing 747s turning because they are a B10 <laughs> version of Lindelof and Maguire. And they were I'll just... I like James Tarkovsky. I won't take this slander because no, I... No, Chris, no, no, Chris, you're right. Chris, no, no, Chris is right. Like, this West Ham goal goes in, right? And the Burnley defenders are still turning to look at each other like this. Like, I was slow looking at it in the chair. What was that, man, bro? This was your man. Oh, that was your boss, dude. It was so bad. And I actually watched this game and it was a really bad game of football. Oh, yeah, I... I, I struggled with that. Um, and look, there's the yeah, um, that game, and then this game. Um, we'll wrap up with this game. Did Chris will get another assist, by the way. Mm, no, I have a really, I have I a really so, bad, man. I had a really, I have a really bad confession about this game, Gav, before you start um, reading off the scores and stuff, right? Was, so, uh, oh, um, yeah, oh, so before, before, sorry, my bad, yeah, so oh, I. Saw Wolves go two one up, mm-hmm. and then I fell asleep, and I woke oh, up. About four. And then I woke up. About, and then I, I just, woke up about oh. no, no. I woke up about four o'clock. So then I saw that West Brom won, and I was like, "Huh?" I had oh, loads. I you were going to say. I had loads. No, no. I had loads of notifications like, low, 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 and I was like, "Like, bro, what, what?" 
You know when you have those naps and you don't even know what decade you woke up in? Especially now I'm on lockdown and furlough. I don't even know what day is what. They so are the best kind of this, I, yeah. I literally woke up and everyone's like, my phone's going wild, like, lol, lol, big Sam. And I was like, bro, like, cut, calm, <laughs> calm for a second. What's going, like, what? Like, uh? Yeah, I generally so thought he... what you were going to say then was like, I made the, I had a confession. Um, I saw it went 2 1 Wolves, but like there were even money or some, or there were no, like some really, no, no, like, no, no. really good sleep. odds, like I really, really, really good odds. So you were like, oh, I'm going to put on them, and you accidentally um, tapped West Brom, uh, like how you did, thing. like how you did with double barrel names. You got done by double barrel names, which came. Oh, yeah, I did, yeah, which came um... with me. Um, one thing I would say about this game, though, and it's someone that I've not given like, shit or whatever but i've said like he will need patience fabio silver's goal yeah like, i know it was a bit of a knock around the box like the ball was bouncing around but him to literally hold off the defender and tuck it bottom corner i thought that was very after crisp. the maguire goal yeah. that you that, that got chalked off midweek i honestly thought that var was going to um, chalk this goal off it was the goal. The goal. The goal. The goals um, came from um, Fabio Silva for Wolves. Um, um, Willie Bolly scored just before half time. Pereira scored uh, a penalty at the beginning. We'll talk about that in a moment. And scored the begin a penalty just before the hour mark um, after um, Ajayi had equalised um, just after half time. So um, yeah, can't you ask Chris a question? No, I, I was just going to say the uh, the Fabio Silva goal where he's like literally held the defender off and just tucked it bottom corner. Very Van Nistelrooy esque. Yeah. Oh. When, okay. when, when, yeah. when I saw it, I was literally yes. no, 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 Gav. We're not saying he that the player is Van Nistelrooy esque, but literally the way he held off the man, rolled it bottom corner. It was it was very RVN. Got time yeah. for that. Typical, typical big hitman striker's goal. Tons yeah. of strength. Knows exactly where the goal is, like, and he doesn't mm. even. Oh, uh, Van Nistelrooy did it loads over the years. He didn't even need to know or or give the goal a look. He just knew where it was. He knew where he wanted to put it, and he almost had an inkling where the keeper was going to be. I thought it was a great goal, but I, I, great I, goal. I do I do agree with your point, Gav. And I, I'll raise another goal as well. If we're going to disallow Maguire's, then mm. my my point before with that was it's got to be consistency over the board. So if you're going to disallow Maguire's, then we've got to look at Silvers, and we've also got to look at a goal like Michael Keane's against Wolves the other night. Yeah. I was yeah, very similar yeah. incident very similar. where he, he's not used a defender, but he knows the defender's there and he and he's used it sort to sort of edged him. Sort of yeah. edged yeah. him out the way to his to his to his benefit. Which yeah. which is what a foul is, frankly. You know, <laughs> so therefore it should have been chalked off. I d I don't think it should have been chalked off. But if we're going down the route of we're going to chalk off goals for this reason and that reason, then Fabio Silva's goal should never have never have, have stood. Excuse me. Um, what do we think about the penalty? The first penalty for for West Brom uh, in the box on well on the, well it was on the on the line I, of outside. I, I, I don't think it was, and I even think no. that when they showed the still from the VAR, I still didn't think it was inside the box. I know on the line is in the box. On the line is in the box. Yeah, I still didn't think it was. I really didn't think it was at all. But it's pretty tight though, isn't it? No, it's not as bad as that one. No, the no, no, thing no, is, no, no, no. They, they literally don't have the technology to like mad zoom in. So we were getting shown at home some mad pixelated image of some geezer tackling someone on the edge of the box. Like you literally couldn't tell 
whether the whoever's foot was in the box, the tackler, the, the attacker, you couldn't tell what was in the box. It was that like pixelated, and it was like, yeah, all right, whatever, just give it. Like, who cares anymore? I. But then I've seen, I've recently seen like zoomed in images and stuff, and it looks like the tackle was outside the box, but. I think Again, the initial what, what contact was outside anymore? the box, but it as was, it, yeah, it as, yeah, but as it, as the, as the tackle sort of like progresses, it's Doesn't on Gav, the line. Gav, what did you literally just? Uh, what did you? No, no. What did you literally just say? The initial contact was outside. How the many? Box. Yeah, but how many? We've seen this. We've seen That's this for. Okay. We've seen this for, since the Premier League began. We've seen literally like thirty years ago coming up to where like someone's getting tugged back on the edge of the box and it progresses into the box and they go down to pen. Yeah, but we have. We've but now it, we have. Yeah, we've it. But, but yeah, now we've got yeah, VAR. Yeah, but now, but now we have VAR. Now we have VAR. So if you're saying, the, and you're like, oh well, the initial contact does happen outside the box. No, Free yeah, but it's, yeah, it's literally as soon as they as soon as they touch him. But but the initial contact hasn't caused the foul. Yeah, it was. That was the foul. Like he literally stuck his foot across. It's a foul outside the box. Mm, I'm not having any know. of it. I don't know. I don't know. This is this is exactly the problem with it, though, isn't it? It's so so it's controversial. Objective. And you've got two camps of people that it really does depend who you've got in Stockley. But the way that Stockley are operating mm. the season with VAR is as soon as you go to VAR, you know something's going to be given because they're going to look for it. This is hard, yeah. though. And this is really hard because I've been on um, courses and stuff and I've been in the room with um, referees the same sort of level as me, referees that are, well, as I was at the time, referees that are up to professional level as well. Thanks for the book. <laughs> Every time, Chris. Every time. Hold on, hold on. You want to reference chapter four? No. <laughs> oh, 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 let me let me let me let me let me let me read that insert for you word for word. Okay. So I... I've been in situations, Chris, right, where you know, we, we'll they'll they'll get a load of uh, cough. Honestly, you're not pricks. Uh, so I'd love doing? to get involved in this, but I'm from Manchester and I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> but like we've uh, so like we we they've shown snippets of situations that have happened in games, and there are referees of all different levels, and we are split on decisions. It's still your human eye. We're fans. We're watching it as a fan's point of view. One of us is saying, oh, I think that's a pen. Three of us here are saying, I don't think it is a pen. You put it out there, it's like family torches. We've asked 100 people, do you think this is a penalty? And then Les Dennis will be like, the answer is, do you know what I mean? So, look, it's it's a difficult one. But I I think it's it's just about a pen, um, the first one. The second one... There's a lot of controversy about that one as well. I think that is a definite penalty. It's a sloppy, it's sloppy from Cody. It's, it's really yeah, it's sloppy. sloppy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I agree. It's a penalty. He got subbed off, man. Right, right then. Let's um, let's run through the tables quick um, before everyone goes home and um, goes to bed and does that sort of stuff. So let's have a look at the bottom of the table, or shall I like to say the top end of the bottom table? Because I don't really um, believe in what's going on at there, you know. Arsenal are top of the league, and um... do you know what? Sheffield United are literally two wins away from being out of that nonsense. No, they're not. No, 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 they're not. They they are eleven points from safety. Guys, yeah, so they're two wins away from being Fulham, and Burnley and Burnley have played two less games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god. This this is. 
We said about two months ago they were done, done. Like, they're definitely well, she- done, done. Chef United will pick up a minimum of three, uh, four points between now and the end of the season. We have played. No, they won't. No, they won't. Yes, they will. They will pick up at least no, four won't. points. They will get a draw. No, uh, no, they'll, they'll beat, beat Arsenal. Derby. They'll beat Derby. No way. There's no way. There's no they'll way. Beat, they'll, no beat, way. They'll, beat, they'll beat Arsenal and they'll beat Sheffield United. Cause it, uh, I'll beat um, Leeds United because it would just be hilarious. That will, that's no what way. will happen. But Sheffield United, rock bottom, 19 games. They have picked up just five points. They have conceded 32 goals, but it's not the worst number of goals that has been conceded. The worst number... Is West Brom and they're in 19th with 41 um, with 41 conceded. They're in 11, they're on 11 points. They're five points from safety, having played a game more than Burnley, who are just outside the relegation zone. And um, their game in hand is against Man United, which is coming up pretty soon, I believe. I think that's is that midweek, I believe that's midweek. Um, Brighton, you know, that victory that they picked up at the weekend over Leeds United has brought them into within six points of their rivals, who they just played there. Um, and Arsenal, as I said, are top of the league in the bottom half. Right then, uh, let's have a look at the let's have a look at the top half. Uh, uh, Aston Villa, they were due to play today. They mugged me off hard because I was on the phone to Chris early on today, and I was like, "Oi, Chris, I've got to go. I've got to go because Everton will have put out to kick off." Completely lost, lost track of time, and um, yeah, so they I was, are. I was now, watching Napoli Fiorentina, so I wasn't mugged off. There you go. You know they've played four games less than Sheffield United, so they could pull well away from them. Lol. Um, on uh, twenty-nine points are West Ham, Southampton, and Chelsea. However, Chelsea have bumped into that seventh spot um, because they have a superior goal difference on their on their messes. But um, Ever- Everton-, Everton can pull away from them. Everton can. Everton, um, they have they have two games in hand um, over some of the clubs that are above them. They're on thirty two points, level with Man City. Who, um, well, they're twenty five minutes into their game. Uh, we're not going to be talking about them today. I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching it. Uh, goal! 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 John Stones. One goal! That's all. Goal! That's all. Yeah, it's literally just gone in. Uh, Fernandinho sprays a ball out wide to uh, De Bruyne. De Bruyne outside of the foot, crossing the box. Uh, John Stones, great header, 1 0. Oh, that's another assist for Kevin De Bruyne by the sounds of that. So it's, that it's propels. Bruh, it's an unbelievable assist. It's outside of the foot cross into the box. Like, it's... <laughs> Absolutely oh. unbelievable, Jeff. What that's an literally... ADB. That, that's oh, not seen that, it. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Seen it now <laughs> um, that puts Man City, as it stands then, into second place because they have a Good superior goal difference over Leicester City and the just what? A point um, behind Mate, John Stones. John Stones' career turnaround in the last month. Oh, is right. He's got a winner against United in the cup. He scored. A, he, he literally scored the first goal in this game right now. He's had some very good defensive performances recently, but his his turnaround is unreal. John Stones for Angleterre. Honestly, give him no, the no, no, no. Yeah. 
I'm on the breeder, but I'm pretty sure he just went screaming towards that corner flag there, going, Where's me cagoule, mate? Where's me cagoule? Prove him a man, prove him a man. <laughs> oh, God. But um, yeah, that brings us to the, to the close. Um, there is a watch along tomorrow, actually. Um, I, I might be brave, I might not be, but Arsenal have got. Uh, uh, Newcastle tomorrow and there's a watch along live with myself um, I'll be joined by the big gooner uh, on the away days podcast and I'll be joined by Sean who is from Geordie Talk podcast as well and um, to give it a little bit of perspective from the North East um, I, I don't might, know I, I, might, I might come in and ruin you're gonna that hop, you're, gonna, you're gonna come in and I might, I might come in and ruin that at some point as well yeah I think you should I think you should I think you should Depends so like, I on. might come in and just come in and just slap his dick about and let everyone know who he is don't um, message, but, don't but, message uh, me I won't be there and Chris and, and Chris's first show is like oh, thanks for, thanks everyone for letting me on fuck these people <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been, been an absolute. Chris, I'll just send you a message. Well, I've got one grey tick. Uh, I'm well confused. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure, lads. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, cheers, mate. Okay. Dude, it's been it's been great having you on. It really has been, and I'm really looking forward to when we could bring Everton, uh, your Everton pal, on, so we could do things like this. Because we haven't been able to do that today, and I'm well, I'm well upset. So, <laughs> who have they, they got tomorrow? Tomorrow, they're meant to play today. No, they're meant to play Villa today. Oh yeah, they're supposed to play Villa. Oh, you yeah, guys just got Villa. mugged off by them. I just got mugged off. The by Rona, them. the Rona took hold. Yeah, yeah. They did indeed. But you can follow us on YouTube and Twitter in particular at Top, Top Football on all social media platforms. Um, at We Are Four M One T on Twitter and YouTube. If you want to, and you should follow uh, Chris and his team. But did you know, if you put two up top into Google, our name comes up first? Oh, well, now you know. But for myself, Gav Mack, Ed Hall, Stephen Cotton, and Chris Thermos Collins, thank you and good night. <laughs> Southgate out. Southgate out. out. <laughs>